David Seymour's the ACT Party leader. David, I'd like to ask you about Grant Robertson's legacy. Was he a COVID messiah who saved a nation or was he a shameless spendthrift? I, I think especially in the second term, he was the latter. Well, I, I think we, we need to thank something even bigger than Grant and his spending for saving us from COVID. Uh, that's called the Pacific Ocean. Um, the government always had an easier job than other countries. They had two months warning before any of the developments hit our shores, uh, and they still managed to do a worse job. If you look at the restrictions they put on people's lives, uh, the money that they spent and borrowed. Uh, but it's also important to remember that the $100 billion that Grant borrowed, um, most of that was not for COVID. I mean, we're two years after COVID, uh, and they continue to spend uh, at rates that, that would have been unimaginable. Uh, you know, even Labor wouldn't have thought that they would spend uh, as much as they've spent this financial year that they budgeted for. Um, no one would have thought that any government would spend that much in, say, 2019, uh, but they carried on COVID or not. The fallout for the economy is going to be generational, isn't it? Well, there's, there's many impacts of the COVID response. I mean, I'm now responsible for school attendance. And if you tell people to stay home, save lives, practice an abundance of caution for, for two years straight, um, then you interrupt so much of people's normal social activity, including activities like going to school. So we've now got quite a battle uh, getting attendance back and making that the norm in our society again. But I think it's fair to say that the biggest impacts or the most visible impacts are the fiscal and monetary policy uh, settings. The rest of the world basically has declared victory from uh, inflation and is uh, moving on. Uh, we have serious economists speculating that this Wednesday, Adrian Orr is going to put the rates up uh, again, uh, not just in February this month, but also in April. And that is a direct reflection of the fact that the government spent too much. And you see it in the child poverty figures there. Their big strategy for saving child po solving child poverty uh, was to give more money to people on benefits. So they got more kids on benefits, uh, but their spending also created inflation. So now their money doesn't go as far. They actually managed to make uh, the problem larger than when they started. And considering that Jacinda Ardern's big objective coming into government was to solve child poverty, um, I would say it's an own goal. But unfortunately, it's a goal against those kids' futures. Now, other big stories in the past week or so since we last chatted, obviously we've got uh, what Mark Mitchell's trying to do with the gangs, and I say good on you, Mark Mitchell, and then you've got Ginny Anderson accusing him of, of, of all sorts of things, and then you've got Ginny's sort of crocodile tears, if you want, uh, earlier this morning on ZB. Do you buy into that, or has Chippy told her to do it? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean... I know that at the end of last year there was some investigation into Ginny Anderson's uh, personal behaviour and um, it, it sounds like uh, she's someone who's got a bit of a nasty streak. I mean, there's always been a bit of a uh, joke around Parliament about you know Mark's former uh, career and whether he was an assassin or whatever, but most people know it's not actually true. Um, his job and his company was actually providing security to protect uh, food supply convoys uh, so that people in very dangerous parts of the world could get fed. Um, to, to then try and twist that into something as sinister as she did, I, I think reflects more on her than anyone else. And whether she says she's apologised or whatever, I, 
I think it's probably just time for Jenny to move on. Um, all political careers come to an end, and why not hers? Well, David, don't we want a kick-ass guy like Mark Mitchell running the police? I know, for instance, do you, does the ACT Party support what he's doing around the gangs, removing the gang patches, making life uncomfortable for them? I see that they they crushed, Crusher Collins would be wrapped to do the six of those real flash Harleys over the weekend. Well, we certainly supported it. I mean, half of it was our idea. And what I'd say about the government is that uh, they are delivering with an ACT flavour. In many cases, they're not going as far as ACT would, but they're going far farther uh, than the government would without us. And what we've said uh, throughout the campaign last year and as we've gone into government, it's ultimately a change in values. So we've had six years of saying if we're nice to criminals, maybe they'll be nice back to us. Guess what? Uh, didn't work, never was going to. Uh, now we're saying, look, the community's actually got some standards. Uh, and if you uh, mess with the vice of the ordinary person to go about their life and feel safe doing so, um, then the, the state will come after you with some consequences. And uh, in respect of gangs, uh, you've seen that, uh, but you've also... Uh, seen it in terms of people intimidating, uh, you know, medical staff uh, in hospitals, um, and you're going to start seeing it uh, with punishments for youth offenders uh, rolling out soon too. So, you know, right across the board, I'm very pleased to say we've got a government uh, that is putting the pendulum back on the right place when it comes to the balance of rights between victims and criminals. David Seymour, always appreciate your time here on the country. No worries, good talk.